Hi everyone and welcome to Bob by the Hour. I am your host Jill. I am so glad that you are here with me. Um, we are going to start in on a two-part series today um, called How It Changed Me. Uh, I'll start out telling you how it's changed me for the better and soon we can get into how it changed me for the worse. I have a feeling that one might be a little bit longer. <laughs> Either way, I'm glad you're here. As always, before every episode, I want to insert a clear content warning. Some of the topics that we discuss are considered disturbing or triggering. I want you to consider this before listening any further. Some of the topics that we discuss are physical, mental, and sexual abuse, violence, trafficking, and drug use. So I was sitting and talking with a friend lately and just saying that it's so crazy looking back and seeing just how much this whole experience has changed, you know, who I am as a person and and how I react and handle situations and um, some of it for the better and some of it for the worse. (laughs) It seems like sometimes more of it for the worse than the better, but um, there are some, some good things that you know, uh, some good aspects of myself that changed throughout the situation. Um, and my friend, when I was, you know, talking about this, just kind of said, Hey, I think you should do an episode on this. So here we are. (laughs) Um, I'm going to start with the good because I feel like if I start with the bad, it might be harder to see the good. Sometimes the bad is a little bit overwhelming. Um, but I think the first good thing that that like how this really changed me was it changed my perspective in how I look at like everything. Um, it, nothing is as bad as New York in comparison, like no matter what it is. And some days I have to remind myself of that because I will be frustrated with life's issues that, you know, happen on a day-to-day basis. And I don't know, other times it just occurs to me like, you know what, I get to go to work today. Like, I get to go to a job and work that I, and a job that I enjoy and I don't totally hate it. And I get to keep the money when I'm done, (laughs) which is an improvement (laughs) from the last situation. And so I think that, you know, little things like traffic and just, inconveniences that I missed before. Um, one of the biggest things that I think I have changed, (laughs) my friends, uh, make fun of me now. I'm in, I'm in a relationship. My partner makes fun of me. I love to sleep. Um, no matter how much sleep I get, I feel like I don't get enough sleep. When I was walking the track, like so many nights, you know, all night long, I just remember thinking like, I would do anything to go to bed and like sleep the whole night. Like I can't remember the last time because, you know, when we were doing the tracks and stuff like that, like it it was all night long every night. You, you didn't really go to bed until the sun was up every day. And it's just not the same sleeping during the day, unless you are like rich and fancy and you have blackout curtains, but most traffickers don't keep those on hand. So, um, if that's the deciding factor for you guys, just know the sleep is shitty. <laughs> but really though, like it just, 
Ugh, I love to sleep because I can. Because I can go to sleep and no one is banging on my hotel room door at 2 o'clock in the morning telling that I should not be sleeping and I should be making the money. I think one of the other biggest ways that this has changed me is 120% this has made me more kind as a person. Um, I think just feeling so be down for so long, uh, they, you know, I don't know if, if you've heard the analogy um, like people have talked about Robin Williams syndrome. Robin Williams did comedy and for so long he made people laugh and entertained and still at the end of the day took his own life. And, you know, they say that it's because people who are that sad, they just don't want anyone else to feel that way. And that's kind of, I mean, that's, that's pretty much where I'm at. Like I, know what it's like to be on the other side of abuse that you can't control or always stop when you want it to. And you, as much as people would like to be like, oh, well, you can escape. Yeah, you can, but you can't always just walk away tomorrow. <laughs> it's not how life works. I think that it has just changed how I respond to people. Um, I understand and receive anger a little bit better. Um, I say this specifically, like, I understand and can handle and react to anger from strangers much better. Um, personally, like, in my personal life, in my personal relationships, I do not do any better at that. I still suck at that. But when it comes to strangers, for some reason, because I have had times at restaurants or stores or wherever that something has randomly triggered me and it, you know I can't have like a full-on panic attack or I'm trying to like contain that full-on panic attack from happening and instead it just turns into like rage and uh, like this overflow overstimulation of emotion and that can come you know, as a lash out to whoever happens to be in front of me at the moment. <laughs> and so I have, you know, reacted or treated people with, you know, less respect than I would, you know, generally treat somebody with because of a situation that literally had nothing to do with the person or what was happening or what store I was at or what refund I wasn't getting or whatever the heck. <laughs> like, you know, and so when, you know, I work at a job where I encounter the public fairly often and when people get angry at me, I don't know, I just have a little bit more understanding because I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, you know, I understand that I'm probably not even the real problem, but because you're having an issue here, it seems like a valid reason for you to express that anger. <laughs> you know, I try not to diagnose everybody in line at work, but at the same time, I just, I get it. And, you know, I'm, I'm able to kind of not take it as personally as I probably would have prior to the situation. I, I kind of was a get my feelings kind of person. And I, I was able to kind of, um, differentiate which things were actually personal. <laughs> um, I would also say I'm definitely much better at communicating, um, language and English and like spoken word and written has always been, um, an interest and a strong suit of mine. But as far as like communicating clearly so that everybody understands and everybody is included in that language, like no matter what, you know, is going on, 
I think is a new thing for me. Also, you know, uh, communicating with my child has changed uh, than what, you know, would have been prior. Just seeing the effects of certain things, um, not only in like addressing and healing my childhood trauma from, you know, the way that I was raised and the things that I was raised around and but in addition to that, you know, then the abuse that I suffered after my childhood from, you know, my husband and then my trafficker and then, you know, just so on and so forth. It was just kind of a, a string of of bad luck. Uh, I'm, I'm basically Lemony Snicket's cousin. So it, I have gotten a lot better, though. Um, and I joke that, like, I'm narcissist trained on communicating because anybody who knows... If you've been with someone who gaslights you all the time, you are convinced that it's you who is not communicating clearly, and that's why they don't remember or didn't hear it or didn't think that you actually said that or meant it or whatever the heck. <laughs> and so you start like rehearsing like the perfect way to say things so that it is clear and concise and it is unarguable <laughs> because, you know, you feel like you have to fix yourself, right? That's the whole point of the gaslighting, right? Is to make you feel like you're the problem. And so because of that, I have become very good at being like, this is exactly what I mean. This is what I'm trying to say to you. <laughs> you will not ever have to wonder. <laughs> I will tell you <laughs> because that's just, you know, it's just how it is. But I think what's come along with that also has been, you know, a lot of better, I don't want to say better boundaries, but like actually following boundaries, um, holding to them, not letting my emotions, you know, cause me to waver on boundaries, um, just setting more healthy boundaries, uh, and not letting titles, uh, determine whether or not boundaries should be placed. You know, I have, family members that I've had to put a boundary in place and just say, look, you know, this relationship is not healthy for me right now. I, I apologize. I love you. I saw a quote on Facebook, I think it was the other day, and it said something about, you know, you've hurt me, you know, more times than, than I'm willing to allow to continue. And I want you to eat, uh, just not at my table. And that's kind of where I've had to put you know, that boundary with, with some people and just say like, look, it's not that I don't love you. Uh, I'm just going to have to love you from over here because being around you is just too much for me right now. And it's not even, you know, it's not personal, uh, on either end. It's just what's best. And, and sometimes I think getting over the emotional part of that is it sucks. Um, but the, the emotional payoff in the long run is, is greater than the amount of suckiness at the beginning. <laughs> so that definitely helps a little bit. Thank you guys so much for joining me for this episode. Um, I apologize that it was not super long. It probably is because although I laugh a lot, there is not actually a lot of good things that come from being trafficked. So... Other than being a better person than I was before, you know, this has caused a lot of damage and I don't want the tiny bit of highlights to glorify like any part of the situation. Uh, I want to just, you know, 
again, let people know I have a Facebook, I have a TikTok, I have places where you can reach out and you can talk and chat. Um, I would love to hear your ideas and things for the show. This is not, um, very obviously, this is not a professionally produced pod, you know, podcast. I don't have a manager. I don't have, um, somebody pitching me ideas on the regular. So I would love to keep going. I would love to do episodes more often. Um, but I kind of need some feedback from you guys. And so I would love to hear from you. Um, you can reach out to me on the Spotify for podcasters app. You can also, you know, Facebook, TikTok, any of that. Um, but I would love to hear from you guys some more. As always, any shares help out a whole lot. Um, I'm excited. I'm going to record the How It Changed Me episode um, for the bad version uh, coming up. And I'm hoping that it doesn't get, you know, too <laughs> deep and personal because uh, it, it has affected a lot of areas of my life. Um, and I think we could probably talk for hours on that side of things <laughs> if we if we went. So I'm excited to share that with you guys and kind of let you in and see and see what it's like to be on this side. So I will see you next time. Bye.